In this episode, I'm really excited to show you my favorite new feature in Rails 2.1, and that is called Named Scope. So basically what it does is it makes performing finds and models a really easy and elegant to do. So let me show you. Here we have a product model, and what I want to do is, let's say, I want to fetch all the products which are below $5. So what I can do is create a named scope here and just give it a name. Let's call it cheap. And then I can pass any kind of find options I want here. So let's pass some conditions and just fetch all the products where the price is between zero and $5, how about? So what does doing this named scope uh, give us? Well, let me show you it in the console. So I'm just gonna start up the script console command real quick here. And what the named scope method does is give us a class method to perform on our model. And it's just called the same as the named scope we gave. Uh, so it's just called cheap. So product.cheap will just perform a find on our product model and fetch all the products where the price is between zero and five, just what we want. Uh, instead of just calling the find directly like this, it displays a lot of output. So I'm just going to call count from now on just so we get a slimmer output. Uh, in here in the console, uh, but but either one works. And notice that count is smart enough to just perform a count query on the database instead of returning and fetching all the uh, models. So doing this named scope gave us a very useful class method, uh, which is pretty convenient to use. But it's even much cooler than that because you can combine multiple scopes together. So to demonstrate that, let me just create a new named scope and I'll call it recent. So let's say uh, show all the products which have been released uh, after a given time. So this could be two weeks ago, how about? All right, here we are back in the console, and because I did change our class, let me reload real quick here to uh, load that product class back in. And so let me show you that new name scope that I added called recent, and let me perform a count on this so we don't get tons of output. And notice it did find all the products released within the last couple weeks. And what we can do is actually really cool is combine uh, multiple scopes together by just chaining the method calls. So we do product.recent.cheap and then instantly it does, combines those two scopes and fetches just the products which are between zero and $5 and have been released in the last couple weeks. Very, very cool. There's actually a slight problem with the code we just wrote here. Do you see what it is? Well, it's actually when the two weeks ago is evaluated because right now this code is input directly into the class, the product class here. So when this product class gets loaded, this two weeks ago gets set statically and doesn't change each time uh, we fetch the recent products. So this means if our server's up for a, a couple weeks, then this two weeks ago might be four weeks ago instead of what we want. So the way we've solved this is actually pretty easy because the named scope method accepts a lambda or proc object as the second argument here instead of just simple uh, hash conditions here. So to do that, we can just pass lambda here and then pass a block into it. And actually to uh, get this to work, we again need to specify curly braces here because this is actually telling it to uh, that this is a hash object here that needs to be returned. Uh, the second set of curly braces, or the first set rather, 
is for uh, specifying that this is a lambda block here. All right, so now this should work because this two weeks ago will only be evaluated each time you call the recent method instead of when the actual class gets loaded. All right, so let's try something a little more complicated here. Now that we're using a lambda block, uh, we can actually make this two weeks ago call more dynamic. So it doesn't always have to be two weeks ago. We can have it so that you can pass an argument to this named scope and specify what time frame you want to use. So the way you do that is pretty simple. All you have to do is pass um, an argument into the block. So in this case, we could just call it time and then use time in here. So let me show you how that works back in the console. Uh, because we did change our class, let me reload real quick. And so let's fetch all the recent products and pass a time frame. So let's say six days ago. And this way, it actually just finds the products which were released in the past six days. Now let's say we don't want to always have to pass a parameter. Let's say we want to make it optional. Uh, let's just try that. And actually, we get a warning because it expects a parameter uh, in the block. And oh, let me show you how to get around this issue if you do want to make an optional parameter in your block. So we want to make this time argument default to two weeks ago if it's not passed. So one way you might think of doing that is just specifying the default value here. But unfortunately, that doesn't work in Ruby 1.8.6. I believe in Ruby 2.0 it is supported, but I'm not really positive about that. But anyway, a workaround here is that you can actually just fetch all the uh, arguments into an array using the splat operator here. And that way you can just fetch the first argument or a default to two weeks ago. This way, um, it just works as you would expect it. So you can add some optional arguments using this technique. So let's try it out. So back here in the console, let me reload again real quick. And what we can do is now call recent without any arguments. And that works to defaults of two weeks ago. Or we can pass an argument of uh, six days ago. And that works as well. So it's just a quick workaround to uh, getting optional arguments when working with blocks. Notice that this product model belongs to a category model. So a category has many different products. So let me show you real quick how we can apply this named scope method into when working with associations. So first I'm just going to uh, fetch a category real quick. And then in here I can call products. So a category has many products. Now what's really cool is I can call named scope methods on top of this products association. So I can say cheap and recent products inside of this category. And Rails automatically handles all the scoping magic in the background for us, and it just does the find as we expect. Very cool. Something else we can do is use the association inside of a named scope. So let's say we have an attribute in our category model called hidden. And when a category is hidden, we want our products to be hidden as well. So let me show you that we can create a name scope here called uh, visible. So we want only the visible products to end up in this scope. And that is determined based off of an attribute of the category model that the product belongs to, the category association. 
So we can use the include option like we would inside of a find right in here inside of a named scope. And then add some conditions into here. And let's do it. The categories hidden attribute is false. So the category is not hidden. It should be visible. This makes the product visible as well. So let's try that out. So back in the console, let's uh, reload it real quick. And then what we can do is call product.visible. And this should just return all the visible products based off of the categories hidden attribute that the product belongs to. So this handles all of the joining magic for you so you don't have to worry about it. And just like before, you can call uh, multiple scopes here. So we can do recent and cheap uh, scopes on our product and do a complicated query. And it's something that we simply do not have to worry about it. It's just a very simple and clean um, methods that we're chaining together here to make this complicated query. Uh, very cool. Now beyond named scope, uh, Rails gives us a couple convenience methods when dealing with uh, finds. Uh, one thing we can do is call find last on a model. And this will just return the last model uh, of the database like we would expect. What also we can do is call product.all to fetch all the products, product.first and product.last. And these basically just do the same thing as a find all, find first and find last would do. Uh, it's just a convenience method. What we can do is combine this into our named scopes that we learned. So uh, this is a really useful way when you want to just append some conditions onto a, a list of named scopes. So let's say we want to fetch all the uh, recent products, but we want to sort them based on their release date. Uh, so what we can do is call all on this and add an order clause into here. And we could just do our release at column in there. And this way it'll actually sort the uh, fetch results by whatever options we pass here. And we can pass additional conditions into here or whatever we want because uh, this is just appending onto the find of the scope that's uh, being added here. So uh, that's just a nice way to add some additional options. You can add a limit clause here, for example, whenever you're working with the named scope operator. Very useful. This episode is exclusively sponsored by PeepCode Screencasts. Please visit peepcode.com to find high-quality screencasts and PDF mini-books on Ruby on Rails.